here I am. I am going for a walk this morning. I actually uh, opened the curtains and saw there was a bit of sunshine. Blue skies. So I thought, let's go out this morning for a walk and a sketch. But now I'm actually down near the bottom of, uh, well, going towards Mullion Cove. There seems to be a little bit of a mist in the air, so although there is some blue skies, there's quite a bit of a mist at the moment. I'm sure, though, as the day progresses, the sun will probably burn that mist off and it'll probably be brilliant blue. But uh, it's only 10 to 9 in the morning, so still quite um, cold here and you can still hear all the birds singing away so I'm just actually walking down towards Mullion Cove I've just taken a left turn off the main road going down and I'm walking through what is the entrance to a holiday park. I'm just going to go up through past the old mill and the farm buildings and walk up the track. So I'm going to just find a little cut through that goes down to the stream. You can maybe hear the stream now. And I'm just noticing on the trees, there's a lot of new growth, new buds, some willow, and there's even some quite large bumblebees. They're already up and gathering. So here is the little cut through that I'm going through now. It's a little bit overgrown actually so I'm having to bend down. Quite a muddy path so I'm glad I've got my old walking boots on. Yeah so there's lots of little buds actually that you can see along here. You can see some gorse is uh, sprouting the blossom, the yellow blossom. Oh wow. <laughs> There's um, a lot of lichen which has suddenly seems to have come to life around this area. So on the trees it's like a very light silvery grey green it looks quite unusual, like as if um, it's covered in some kind of garment. It's quite amazing as well. I'm going to take a picture.
There's also an abandoned hut just behind where I'm looking at the lichen. And you can see each year it gets more and more covered with ivy. Gradually it will probably be taken back by nature. Just amazing though this, um, I think it is lichen. It just makes everything look like it's been covered in threads and cotton wool. Almost looks quite like snow. I think it's actually meant to say if the air is clean and so it only grows when it's really clean. So yeah, I'm not sure what really promotes its growth but I'm guessing the area around here, it's very damp and moist because of the stream that runs through it. You can see actually all of the water and the drips on the branches, very dewy around here. So I'm just descending down now into, or well, further along the path, I'm going past one of the little streams here that runs into the other stream. In this little area actually there are a lot of tall trees or straight trees which I know that sounds odd but in the area in which I live most of the trees are bent by the wind so this is like one of the few areas where the trees are standing straight which says to me it's quite a sheltered spot and it's quite a small spot as well there's not many in this area um, it's like a pocket a pocket of trees or a copse I guess where the trees are just dead straight now I'm just going to try and cut through another area cut down to the river which you can hear and it's definitely flowing you can hear the how strong it is, how much water there is. And let's see how high it is. It's a little waterfall actually as well, and you can really hear that. Wow. So if I look at the area around it, there's a lot of moss. Again, moss on the stones and on the uh, trees as well themselves. It's definitely damp place and probably great for encouraging moss to grow and obviously it's protected as well from the wind it's a bit slippy down here I've managed to walk down and yeah you can just about see through the trees the waterfall there seems to have been a lot of growth of other trees around here so it is slightly hidden and actually looks like maybe a tree has fallen or something. Last time I was here it was a lot calmer. I think it was a little bit later in the year. So yeah, today it's, um, it's March the 18th today. 
so I thought I would have had a better view of the water. Oh yeah, there we go. The waterfall is actually looks pretty strong. The water is flowing very fast. I thought this would be the area that I would draw something today, but actually I'm looking for somewhere which has a bit more of light, sunlight coming through because I want to do the sunlight prompt today. <clears throat> I thought maybe the sunlight would be coming through the trees here, but it looks like the sun hasn't quite reached this part, or if it has, the mist is covering it. So I'm going to walk out and along the path away from the stream. I'm walking towards though the cove again. Ooh, notice some more buds. I think this might be Traveller's Joy. So I'm walking out of the copse now. There is a stream actually running just past my feet and actually I would have walked up where this stream is running. So it looks like it is in winter and spring it's a stream but in summer and autumn it's a path. I think I'm going to try and walk up it a little way and see how it is. I have got my walking boots on, although these ones aren't as waterproof. Interesting, there's a little bit of fly tipping just on my right. A sink. Ah, but look. Coming up. So I'm just like ascending the stream path and it's taken me further up the side of the cliff and getting some wonderful views <clears throat> of the sun actually hitting some of the cottages down in the valley and on either side now of the path there are daffodils and gorse and bushes which are starting to sprout with life and the sun is actually out now and it's so lovely to have it actually on my face. The stream um, is still flowing in, on my feet, not as strong though and there are pools of water which I'm having to walk through. So yeah it does look like as the sun is rising and getting stronger it's going to burn up a lot of the mist that I see at the moment. Definitely a sea mist. I can see the stack in the distance as well gradually being unveiled and then there is land further off. So the stream path is, is now a bit more of continuation of bogginess, <laughs> pools of water which are standing so 
so I've just got to be a bit careful. So I'm all the while ascending and going up. So this will take me above Mullion Cove eventually. And I'll be able to have a good view at the top. Not that I have already got some good views. It's a very calm day today. I can't feel any wind, which is unusual. I think for the last few weeks it's been very windy here. So it's, you notice it when it doesn't, when it isn't windy. Oh, the mist is just hovering above the gorse and the blackthorn. going to go up to the top and see if there is a suitable point to sketch. So I've just come to a little temporary fence which um, has a sign next to it explaining that there are some coastal grassland Shetland ponies grazing and I have actually seen them over the winter. They've come in over the winter and they're basically grazing the coastline. So yeah, they are brought in because they help open up the landscape. Otherwise, a lot of the area will be taken over by the more dominant species like the gorse and the shrub. And whilst that looks lovely in full blossom, it chokes a lot of the smaller species of plants. And a lot of plants are quite rare in this area because of the rock that is underneath, like the serpentine. So yeah, the, there's a few things they do, I think, to manage the land here, and that is one of them is bringing these ponies to graze during the winter, and they keep on top of, of the spread of the gorse and do quite a good job. The other one is um, burning, controlled burning of the gorse itself. Both of the methods happen during the winter and then come April the 1st they stop and then it's just left. And then once they stop you, you suddenly start noticing all the little flowers that are coming and especially the wild orchids and the smaller species. So it's quite amazing actually what kind of job they do. I don't know if it's known by everyone but so here I am, um, the sun is gradually rising and it is burning away the mist. I'm going to just gonna go through here. Maybe we'll see some of the ponies. Like I said, I've seen them actually over the winter Mostly though at night, because I do a lot of walking at night. So this is quite a novelty to actually walk during the day, when it's daylight. I can definitely see presence of them because there's a lot of poo. And actually the poo is, is probably quite important as well for the land, for the soil encourages little birds and ah, now this is interesting coming up now to an area on my left where 
burning has happened. I don't know if this is from this year or last year. There's a lot of burning happening last year. Oh, as you can tell, I'm out of breath because that was quite a bit of a steep incline there. Whew. It's quite interesting actually to see the landscape up here. So in front of me I've got the burnt ground, but you can definitely see life. Again, that very light grey-green. Oh yeah, so I'm just walking through. I think this is from, I don't know if it's from last year or this year, but things do tend to grow quite quickly, so maybe this is from this year. But looking actually at the ground where the gorse was burnt, you can see lots of new life growing. I can see actually some of the special grass that kind of grows in this area. It's very curvy grass. I'm just trying to remember the name of it. I think it's squill wart or something like that. But that's coming through now. You can see, yeah, the gorse again is trying to grow back. But because it's a lot of it has been taken away, it gives chance for other life, plant life to grow. You can really feel the warmth of the sun on my face now. I think there has been a lot of rainfall over the last few weeks because the ground is pretty boggy. And there's a lot of runoff actually. You can see also the footprints of the Shetland ponies. I'm walking along the top now. Still looking for a spot to just draw. I want something a bit more. I think I'm looking for a contrast. Oh dear, I think I've just got my foot all muddy. I think I want an area where you can see the sunlight and the dark. You've got a contrast of sunlight and shadow. Okay, I'm coming up to now like a junction, which I recognise from our night hikes. Path that goes down to the cove and then one that takes you over towards Brudanek. Oh wow, now I'm coming over towards the sea and the edge. Oh, I can see the ponies all together. Are they ponies? No, they're not ponies. Oh, they are cows. So there must be cows grazing here as well. Oh, what amazing though, amazing view. I'm looking down at the steep cliffs and there's mist, which is kind of caught in the recesses of the cliff. It hasn't been burnt away yet. It looks really cool. <laughs> I need some more adjectives. Mysterious. Don't know if you can hear the waves down below. And there's some really nice light play actually happening on the cliffs. So I think maybe I should sit here and do some drawing. I think I've sat here before actually. 
Let's see if I can get the mist and the shadows and the light. And maybe the black figures of the cows. I'm using like a little portable tripod stool, which um, is handy when the ground is uneven or wet. Also gives me a little bit of um, elevation. I do have my foam pad as well that I like to use, but maybe in this instant I will use it for, to put other things on. Actually very warm now from walking up. I've got my water flask with me so it's always good for little sips of water and I can use it to refill my water brush. So I'm, I've just opened up my pages and I've got some pre-painted pages. I'm wondering whether to actually use one of those today. Might make things interesting. Probably will make things quicker. So yeah, let's go with that. Um, Take a picture of the pages so you can see before I draw on them. Yeah, I'm going to try and capture the sunlight here as long as it stays out. It might actually change. Um, there are some cows in front of me. Possibly I might get them. There's actually people in front of me who are coming along with a dog. And uh, yeah, if you know anything, dogs and cattle cows don't get on very well so I'm hoping that uh, there won't be any issues the dog is on a lead so that's a good thing I've just also realized there's a massive bull as well with massive horns he's uh, thankfully just walking the opposite way to where I am So the mist is um, being very interesting here and the light, the light as well, it's changing very quickly. Ooh, that's a massive bumblebee that just went past as well. Try to get the shape of the cliff in. Don't go. The sunlight is going behind a cloud, so it immediately takes away the contrast. Trying to, let's just focus on the darker areas and hopefully the sun will come back again. <laughs> that was a uh, crow, came very close to me then.
sunlight is coming back out. Definitely feel like I'm just capturing parts of this rather than like the whole picture. Hopefully it means then that I'm not going to take too long doing this. I'm using, yeah, Neocolor pastels at the moment. And there are definitely some nice apricots and oranges in the landscape here. So the underpainting, or the, the, the ink that I used is actually light apricot. So that's coming into play quite nicely with the colours that I'm seeing. A lot of the cows now have moved moved over, so maybe I can do one, two on the horizon. I love the rocks around here as well, with, when they have the lichen on them, that yellow lichen. It's right in your face, it's like, yeah, we're not trying to blend in, we're just gonna announce we're here. putting in some yellow where I can see the gorse budding. I feel like my sketch is really just looking for the colours and trying to capture those more than... Oops, just broke my crayon. I do tend to work quite hard with them and push quite hard. Also, I'm holding them looser just kind of going across the whole page. Right, let's see if I can do something with the land up here. Ooh, there's a, like a big clump of hair that just kind of came at me. I think it's from the molting of the horses or ponies. See these black shadows in amongst the gorse and realise actually it's cows. They just look like rectangles. It could be stones, but they move, so. Then with the mist, everything just looks like shapes. You can't quite see. I'm using actually a sepia at the moment and this really helping me get a bit more definition. On the horizon, it does look quite ominous because you can't see where the land, or you can't see where the sea touches the sky at the moment. It's just all kind of blurred into one big dark misty cloud. And that, it's moving this way, it's coming over. So I can now see how the mist is now engulfed well, I think it has kind of engulfed me here. And you can definitely see it's engulfing the cows. But there is still some sunlight. So it's kind of feels funny, like we're on some kind of movie set. Set the scene for a moody opening act. So yeah, I think I have almost finished this now. It does look very different to what I would 
usually do. It's very um, impressionistic. There's a lot of movement in it, a lot of colour, but also gestural drawing, verging on abstract, I think. But I hope you can still see that it's <clears throat> bland and uh, captures a little bit of the environment around me. So I'm going to wrap up the podcast here now as well, just to say thanks for listening and keeping me company or me keeping you company with whatever you're doing. Hope you've enjoyed this format. Let me know if you have. And I'll uh, maybe bring you along for another time together.